Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I'm your host, J215, the number four ever, E-V-E-R. Follow me on IG, and on my Instagram page, you will see the Know Your Role Player Podcast. All right? It's right in my bio. It's very simple. Now, the best way to listen to this app is by downloading the Anchor app. All right? Once you download the Anchor app, create a profile, search K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E, P-L-A-Y-E-R, it'll come up. Now, this is the best thing about this app. You don't have to listen to the podcast on this app, but the reason why I tell you to download this app, whatever music app or audio app or whatever that you have that you listen to podcasts on, it'll find that with under its uh, 15 options, and it'll automatically uh, send you to it. Now, all you have to do is subscribe, hit the little subscribe button, and every time an episode comes up, and like when I finish recording today's episode... Boom, that's it. I keep it very simple for y'all, all all right? Welcome back, guys. Uh, As we last left off, it was on Sunday, so I want to review Monday's games. Today is Wednesday. Excuse me, today is Thursday, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I'm going to have to break up a podcast. I'm going to have to do two pods today. Um, You know, I want to talk about 2020 really quick. Uh, I'm very happy with the 2019 podcast. Uh, 2018, I started it. Uh, I stopped it. The numbers, if I be transparent, the numbers were a lot higher my first year with the podcast because I had a lot more followers on social media, on Instagram, uh, Facebook. I had a lot more. And when I had deleted them all, um, you know, I lost them. People. I don't know if I can find those people again. I found some of them. I can't find everybody. Uh, But, you know, social media is a tool. But it has to be a tool to your benefit. And you have to be mindful of what you put on there. You know, but like I said, have your person I don't I don't want to actually tell anybody to be a square, you know. I have a personality, a pretty good one. But um just be mindful of what you put on there. That you're not saying nothing hurtful. But like I said, I'm on Twitter all the time ripping up some Philip Rivers or some bums. So I, I don't care about nobody's feelings, you know. And if pro players I don't care about, collegiate, they're younger. So I, I, I have a bigger heart towards them, plus they don't get paid. And I know personally how, how hard collegiate athletes work. Um, but that's it. Now, we're going to talk about Monday, December 2nd's game. So, the Philadelphia 76ers. Uh, another thing. I don't know if I'm going to be doing too much uh, yelling in 2020. Like, uh, it really takes a heavy toll on my voice to do that stuff. Now, I do it, but I'm like, yo, man. Um, unless it's Unless it's something that really boils my blood, I'll do it. If not... I'm not, I don't do it just to, I don't clout chase. I never clout chase today in my life. But those LeBronagists and the LeBron stands and Lakers fans are the worst, bro. Anyway, let me just get into this game. So the Philadelphia 76ers defeated the Utah Jazz 103-94. The Sixers have moved to 15-6 and after a slow start to the season. They're finally playing better. Um, ben Simmons is still not shooting, but he's playing world-class defense. Tobias Harris is playing better, but he can play better. So I'm encouraged about the Sixers now. I still believe they need to make some changes. Um, I think they need some. I need to think they need like three better shooters, uh, th- about two more wing defenders, and they need another guard that can handle the ball. You know, and um, my thing is if I take Ben Simmons out the game, who is our second ball initiator? Who is our second uh, creator with the ball in his hands? And we don't have one. As much as I love Tobias, Tobias is not a ball handler, and that's my problem with the Sixers. You're putting too much on Ben who at this point, he's not ready for it yet. He's ready to be a world-class defender. 
He's ready to be great at rebounding. He's ready to be great at pace, but he's not great at scoring. And he's not great at putting his stamp on the game offensively. Now back to this game. Um, when the Sixers play the Jazz, it's always fun because I know Joel Embiid takes this matchup personally. I went to about five Sixers games this year. And if I'm being 100% honest, he has not looked good in any of the games I went to. He was out of shape, he was moving slow, and he had terrible reaction time. And I'm not one of these people, I'm a, I'm a realistic Sixers fan, I'm a realistic Eagles fan. The Eagles stink, they're playing like the Pigeons. But the Sixers, you know, I'm always going to keep it real with them. Like, me lying and enabling my favorite team doesn't get me anywhere. And they're not paying my bills. And even if they were paying my bills, you couldn't pay me to say something that I didn't feel. You know, there's no amount of money in the world for that. So, um, anyway... Rudy Gobert had 27 and 12, which is kind of crazy because he's not an offensive player. So I got to give him some props for that. Joel Embiid struggled a little bit. He had 16 and 11. Um, Gobert is the two time defensive player of the year. So I'm looking forward to that matchup again. Um, Embiid's got to do a better job when he plays these great defensive big men as using his other skills. So with Gobert, Embiid doesn't play big. So a lot of times, Embiid got a shot block because. He's kind of shooting jump hooks while ducking. He's not playing big. You know, he's not using his muscles. So I want him to do a better job of using his quickness and his ball handling against these type of bigs, like Marcus Gasol, Rudy Gobert, because he can beat up most bigs that are too small. But the big guys with the wingspan still kind of giving him some trouble. So um, as far as the evolution of Joel Embiid, I think he'll play better. Tobias is getting better, but he's got a ways to go. All right. 35 minutes, 10 out of 23, not the greatest field goal percentage. One of five from the three-point line. Here's the thing. In order for us to either win a championship or go to the NBA Finals, he's got to start banging out these threes. And he's shooting better. He's scoring better. But he's the whole point of us signing him to me was, one, he can guard multiple positions on defense. Two, he doesn't need the ball. And three, he can shoot his behind off. Now, he's still doing two out of three, but he's got to shoot. Like... If Tobias Harris shoots 48% from the three-point line, I'll, I'll live, he's more than good for good enough for that contract. You know, I don't know if 48% is realistic, but he can shoot. He can. He has a good shot. He, he can shoot, all right? And he's open, too. That's the worst part. So um, we'll see if he gets there. Ben Simmons, 14 points, um, eight rebounds, nine assists. I don't know what – all right, so what I want from Ben Simmons is six jump shots. I want about – you know, four good mid-range shots and two three-pointers. But I want your three-pointers to be wide open. Don't take no bad shots. But his side selection is good, but I just don't feel that he's pushing himself out of his comfort zone. Um, I believe when every human being pushes themselves out of their comfort zone, they find their greatness. But um, a lot of people are going to die in their comfort zone. A lot, a lot of people don't want to get out of their comfort zone. Even me, like, I was just happy with going to work, going home, and just watching TV and playing video games. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, I realized I could do a lot more. I realize I can go to the gym. I realize I can start a YouTube channel. I realize I could travel. I could start blogs, food, Instagram pages. And once I realized that social media was my gateway to the world to show them that my gifts and talents, I kind of just had a different perspective on everything. So I bring it back to basketball. I think once Ben Simmons gets out of his comfort zone, he'll grow and he'll get better because to me, defensively, he'll get there. Um, I see, to me, this year, he can be a defensive player of the year candidate. But more importantly, I believe he'll reach his fulfillment on defense. Offense is like, can he score 30 points a game? I believe he can, but he has to have that aggression. Um, you know, they this season, 
this regular season is defining him, you know, and I just don't I don't know why he's not shooting. You know, because even his shot got better, it looks better. But even if he doesn't make it, we're gonna go into the same thing we were at last year and like just not shooting. He took one three pointer and like almost fifteen plus six is twenty one, twenty one games, one three pointer. So that means if you give me eighty games, it's four three point no, no, bro. And so um I really want him to uh shoot. Now speaking of shooting, Al Horford, thirty five minutes, six to twelve from the field, three for three from the three point line. Al is like Yo, when he was on the Celtics, I, I always liked Al Horford. I liked him and Josh Smith back in the day on the Hawks. Um, but when he was on the Celtics, I was like, yo, he's not great, but he's just good at everything. And like, when he plays for us, I'm like, I'm really happy we signed him. Yeah, I don't know if he can hold up to these four years. The first two will be fine. He'll be great this year. He'll be great next year. But those last two years, I don't know about. But um, I'm way more comfortable with the Horford signing than the Harris because I felt like the Harris signing, we kind of gutted. We didn't gut our team, but we, we did gut our team. And I feel like we could have got Tobias Harris for a lot cheaper number. I don't feel like he's worth $160 million. Like, if we got Tobias Harris for 100 I would have been fine with it, and then we could have filled out our bench. And um, let's talk about our bench real quick. Matisse Thibault, 3 for 3 from the three-point line, 9 points, 26 minutes. Okay, here's the thing. I don't know what's up with Brett not playing this guy. He needs to play almost 30 minutes a game. He's going to be our best wing defender. Our best, he's going to be our best role player, all right? So we got to develop him like he is now. Um, James Ennis III is one of my favorite role players. He's just very simple. He just plays defense, plays hard, and hits open shots. Two for six from the three-point line, eight points, 27 minutes, five rebounds. Nothing special about his game at all. Uh, Mike Scott, one three-pointer, 16 minutes. Like I said, um... We're going to have to get about three. We're going to have to get about three, two or three shooters. Like, I don't think by the end of the season I want Ryo Nettle on our team. Um, He's a fine defensive player, but I don't think we he defines our championship. I think we need a, a bona fide scorer. And um, I'm going to keep telling that idiot Elton Brand. I know I shouldn't call people out their name, but he's got this kind of sense of entitlement thing going on because he went to Duke. And uh, he's made a lot of bad decisions. And nobody in Phil- Philadelphia is a town that you ain't getting away with nothing. And so with him, I don't think they're getting on him yet because they think the players can do more. And I agree with that. But uh, I look at the totality of everybody's position in basketball. And I truly feel that I feel like Elton Brand's getting a pass in Philly. Now, yo, the Sixers shot 13 threes a day. All right. The Jazz shot three. The Jazz are a worse shooting team than the Sixers. So, um,. Like I said, I think we need three more shooters, and we need one. We need a sniper. I don't know where he is. I can find a sniper off of each roster. Matter of fact, um, an episode this week, I'm going to do that. I'm going to find one sniper off of each roster that the Sixers can get that they're not playing a lot. But there are guys available. Denzel Washington is a huge guy I would love. Um, Korkmaz is playing better. I don't know what we have to give, you know. I don't know what we have to give, but we a trade's coming. But I don't know what we have to give. Matisse Thibault is untradeable at this point to me. Um, Korkmaz is tradable, but I don't know if I want to trade him. I don't know what we have to give. But we have to get better at shooting and at scoring. We can defend. We can defend good enough to win a championship. And that's what makes me happiest about the Sixer team. But uh, they beat a Jazz team that's really... I don't know about this Jazz team. 
they're good, but they're I don't know they they might not be as good as we thought they are because uh, Mike Conley is not playing well. Uh, he's not playing confident. Next, the Phoenix Suns won one hundred nine over one hundred four over the Charlotte Hornets. Phoenix has moved to nine and ten. Charlotte moves to eight and fourteen. All right, this is what I'm gonna say about the Hornets. They play very feisty. All right, they they don't they haven't gotten blown out too much, other than the Lakers once or twice because they just matched up terribly against them. But they play really hard. Um, Miles Bridges has been okay. Daniel Graham, <laughs> uh, thirteen assists, fifteen points, one from ten from the three point line. But um, I I, I yo hashtag free Malik Monk. All right, so every day I'm gonna tweet. Hashtag free Malik Monk. All right. Um, I have a lot of plans for 2020. I'm going to talk on the back half of this podcast, but free Malik Monk. As far as the uh, Phoenix, Booker had 23 points. Kelly Uber had 23 points. Daryl Sark had 16. Um, just a really solid, consistent game from the overall. I got a lot of games I got to get to, guys. So, actually, not on Monday, I don't. Next, yo. The Warriors. Lost to the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta won one hundred four to seventy nine. Um, how how do I say this? Draymond Green is is losing all of his NBA points because okay, you don't have to play all the games this season, and they're not going nowhere, so it doesn't make sense for him to play eighty two games. But in the games you do play, you need to show me something because I've been saying for the last four years. That this guy has not improved his offensive game. Uh, he shoots like he has a book bag on. Um, he barks at LeBron and KD like he, he's not that level of a player. You know, and KD, I do believe, think he left because Draymond didn't respect him enough. Draymond, what he said to KD, he wouldn't dare say to Curry. But that's because of respect. So why doesn't KD? KD does deserve more respect, all right? Um, I actually have a KD podcast I'm doing this week because I want to do, uh, I think I want to do about six podcasts this week. I got an extra, a little bit of free time on me. So, um... Let's talk about this game real quick. Eric Pascal, this is the best thing the Warriors got going for him. Eric Pascal, 9 for 11, 2 2 from the three point line, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, and 24 points. Uh, Willie Coley Stein has not played well at all this season. Alex Brooks has been okay. Um, but if Eric Pascal is the only thing they get from the season in cap space, then they did a good job. As far as the Hawks, 24 from Trey Young, 16 from D. Jones, DeAndre Hunter, 18. Uh, who else? Allison, 11. Balance scoring. Like I said, the only way the Hawks get anywhere in life is if they play defense. They have the talent to make the playoffs. But until they try as a cohesive unit to play defense, it will never happen. All right? Knicks and Bucks. Whew. Yo, I, I told everybody the Knicks is going to be trash and, like, the thing about New York is they live in the past. And the thing about the Knicks fans is that they're all idiots. So, listen, one, I blame everything at James Dolan. Everything starts from the top with me for his organizations. But two, like, I don't know what y'all thought this talent was going to do. You can't have a bunch of rookies and middle-ish NBA players and they're like, yo, we're going to win about 35 games. Y'all ain't winning 30 nothing, dog. Y'all might not get to 20 wins because at a certain point, y'all going to start quitting. And um, Tinsdale... Yo, he, he's not a bad coach, but he's doing bad coaching. He has good coaching intangibles, but he doesn't, he can't do, you cannot split. You, you can, If you want to play all your players, go ahead. 
But you got everybody in the team almost played like 20, 12 to 20 minutes yesterday. And it's like, dude, somebody's got to... I don't know, man. I just don't know. Now, let's talk about the good for the Knicks. Uh, Julius Randle has had a mixed season. He's had some highlights, but the problem is Randle is trying to make an all-star team. And when you try to make an all-star team, sometimes you just force up some shots and you're doing too much. And I find Julius Randle taking a lot of bad shots uh, out of position all the time and hurting the team trying to help himself. I think that's a little selfish of him. Uh, Alonzo Trier is another guy I would like the Sixers to get. Uh, The Knicks... Dwayne Ellington's another guy. There's there's guys available, you know. Um, there's guys available. There's guys available. That's all I got to keep saying. Mitchell Robinson is my favorite player on the Knicks. 14 rebounds, one assist, four points. Here's the thing. They started. All right. This, this, all right. Let's let's talk about the the, the nuttiness of Fizdale. They started Dennis Smith Jr., who isn't a point guard. They put R.J. Barrett at the two, Kevin Knox at the three, Julius Randle at the four, and Gibson at the five. Okay, you can get away with Taj Gibson at the five just because he he plays he knows how to, he's a veteran enough. You can get away with Randle at the four. Randle is a four. Kevin Knox is not a small forward, and he's way too small. R.J. Barrett doesn't have the quickness to guard twos in the NBA. And as much as I love Dennis Smith Jr., he ain't gonna pass the ball. So. That is a horrible, horrible, horrible lineup, and he's gonna he's gonna get he he's not gonna last into the season. I want him to, but doing stuff like that is just bad coaching. Like there's nothing good about anything he did yesterday's game. Moving towards the Bucks, Giannis played phenomenal. Twenty nine points, fifteen rebounds, three out of four from the three point line, ten out of fourteen from the field goal line. Let's talk about the Giannis help. DJ Wilson had nineteen points, three or four from the three point line. Uh, his brother had some garbage minutes he played well in. Uh, Hill had 14 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds. Donchie DiVincenzo had 11 points, and Middleton had 16. So, we'll see. Chris Middleton needs to play a lot better to me. Um, let me look at his stats this year because I'm not been... Yeah, he's averaged 17 points. That's not good. Uh, he averaged about 22 last year and he made an all-star team. Chris Middleton needs to step his game up. Uh... Shot 31% from the three-point line his last 10 games. And, yeah, I just I don't like how he's playing. I don't I just think he's got to step it up a lot more. Uh, he's got to be their number two. He is not – the problem with the Bucks to me, okay, they're going to kill the regular season because they play the right way, and they're a great regular season team that has great regular season discipline. In the playoffs, we know what Giannis can do. I like Middleton in the playoffs. I don't know who their third scorer is, and you need one in the playoffs. And don't ever say Eric Bledsoe because he's the most inconsistent player in the NBA. You know, and that's why I think the Malcolm Brogdon thing is going to hurt because Malcolm Brogdon was very solid. You can you know what you were going to get from Malcolm Brogdon. I have no idea what I'm going to get from Eric Bledsoe. Might be a phenomenal game. He might get tossed out of halftime. You never never know. All right, the Pacers and Grizzlies. The Indiana Pacers moved to thirteen and seven. Over the Memphis Grizzlies, who lost, uh, who won one seven, the Pacers won one seventeen and one hundred four over the Memphis Grizzlies. So Malcolm Brogdon scored eighteen, excuse me, nineteen. Sabonis scored eighteen, and this game was, it was close, but I feel like the first half kind of set the tone for the game. Um, you know, they won the first quarter twenty four nineteen, they won the second quarter thirty three twenty eight, 
and I just never felt like the Grizzlies could get back in this game. Uh, Jaron Jackson had 31 points, 10 to 19 field goals. He played really well. He's been playing better. You know, as good as John Moore has played, I need Jackson and Moore to play good to get back. Excuse me, good together. And I need them to get some dynamic players in their team. Because uh, Moore is dynamic and Jaron Jackson is dynamic, but there's nothing else. And so I really like them to get talent, 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 talent. You know, they'll be a top five uh, team pick for sure. Now, the last game of Monday is actually this Monday's lineup was short. So we're going to run through Tuesdays, too. The Chicago Bulls won one thirteen and one hundred six over the Sacramento Kings, who fall to eight and eleven. Uh, the Bulls move up to seven and fourteen. Zach Levine scored 28, 28 points and made four free throws in the final eleven seconds. And Chicago played a really bad, sloppy fourth quarter to win this game. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say a couple things about Chicago. They got a ton of talent now. He's playing Denzel Valentine. Who is this coach, man? Cause I wanted Vin, uh, uh, I want Denzel Valentine on the Sixers so bad, so bad. Um, he can shoot too. He's such a good player. Um, this obsession with Tom Sandoras Sandoraski, he's not good, and he is good, but he's not good enough to start over Kobe White. And um, you're gonna start to lose me and the team playing this guy over Kobe White. Because they just see what Kobe White can do. Uh, Laurie Markkinen played good. 20 points, 4 of 8 from the three-point line. He's got to play assertive, though. Assertive and confident. And um, they got to help him by running some stuff for him. As far as the Sacramento Kings, Harrison Barnes, 16 points. Rashard Holmes has been playing really good this year. Uh, 20 points, 9 rebounds. Nikolai Belisha, who left with Sixers, 18 points and 8 rebounds. And Bogdan Bogdanovich only had 11 points. So, we'll see. Why is Harry Giles not playing? I thought he was... I don't know. Uh, without De'Aaron Fox, they're holding up okay. Uh, they got to hold the ship up a little bit longer without him. Let's go to Tuesday's games, all right? Because it's pretty early. We got a lot of time left. Actually, can we bang out Tuesday and Wednesday? I'm going to try to bang out Tuesday and Wednesday because I got through Monday pretty fast. So, Tuesday... Uh, December 3rd, <clears throat> the, the Detroit Pistons, excuse me, defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers 127-94. to 94. And y'all know the rules. The Cavaliers, excuse me, not Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers are absolutely trash. And I will not talk about them on my podcast to become respectable. Congratulations for the Pistons winning. Metaphor, your team is trash. Next. The Magic won 127-120 to 120 over the Washington Wizards. Which moves Orlando to nine and eleven, and Washington to six and thirteen. But this game was about one thing. Markel Fultz scored twenty points, and his jump shot isn't great. All right, his mid range is fine, but the three pointer isn't there yet. And um, but what is there is the confidence to go to the rim. That's what I loved about him at Washington. I just saw the the natural skill that go to the rim, and he's playing with confidence again. And uh, Charles Barkley said one of my favorite lines as far as basketball to help me understand players. He said, listen, all these guys can play. The only thing that's separating them is their confidence. And I really see Fultz's confidence coming back and his mid-range coming back. I don't see that three-pointer at all yet. And we traded him because he couldn't shoot. We traded him for a lot of reasons. But we had to, he had to go. And we believed in him. And he's playing well. And we're happy for him. But, you know, 
He's got to do more, but he's getting there. Evan, Evan Fournier scored 31 points. Um, as far as the Wizards, Wizards are hanging in there, man. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, pretty solid game. He looks like he's getting better again. Uh, 20 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 8 of 14. Would be a really good player in the Sixers. Um, <sighs> Jordan McRae, 10 points. Ishmith 10. Bradley Beal had 42. And I really like how Bradley Beal has played this season. In games they need him to assist, he has. In games they need him to score, he has. He did his part. Uh, also, another player I love for the Wizards is Roy Humichimera. I might be saying his name wrong. Only had 15 points. Excuse me. That's not only. That's a good game for him. 15 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. But he just played really, 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 really good. And he's a rookie, and I think they got something. I don't know what they got left with Wall. I don't. I believe in him. I believe he'll come back, but I don't know him coming back is enough to make them good again because I don't like the rest of their roster. And they need to really look at each other in the mirror next. What are we doing with this team? Let's keep it moving because I got a lot of games to get to. Next, the Miami Heat defeated the Raptors 121 to 110 in overtime. Jimmy Butler had 22 points, 13 rebounds, and 12 assists, a triple double. Uh, Butler's played really solid on their team. And I want to give him a little bit of love because he's played really good since he came back from his injury. And it's a good fit. You know, they're a really good team. I think they'll play better towards the end of the season. Uh, as y'all remember, before the season, I had Brandon Ingram being the most improved, which so far looks right. But I have right behind him is Bam Adebayo. And um, he definitely should make the all-star team. Um, the whole reason why he was so comfortable just getting that bum juice Hassan Whiteside out of here is for this guy. 37 minutes, 7-13 from the field, 7 rebounds, 18 points, and just energy, energy, energy. Um, Tyler Hero has taken out of the starting lineup and went back to the bench. And I don't know how I feel about that. They start this guy none now, which is kind of cool. Jimmy Butler's kind of playing a point guardish role. Um, we'll see. And also, uh, Justice Winslow, 17 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists. So we'll see about overall how they are doing. But uh, the, listen, Miami's been really good this season. Toronto's been good. I did not see Toronto being this good. So 20... 20 30 games is my first legit sample size, but 20 games in, I really like Toronto and Miami. Uh, this will be a really good playoff series, but I want to see if Miami can get better because they're really good. I want to see if they can peak a little bit higher. So uh, Eric Spoelstra has a really good team. Listen, he held the Raptors to two points in overtime. And listen, you do you do that, you're going to win some games. Let's keep it moving, though. Yo, the Mavericks won 118 to 97 over the Pelicans. I'm going to say this again. Until Zion comes back, I don't see them winning too many games, and it's starting to really, really fall apart. Now, let me talk about the Pelicans really quick. I need more at Alonzo Ball. Um, the whole point of them trading for for him is for him to go, and he hasn't been good. He's not confident. He's missing a bunch of threes. He had six points yesterday in 30 minutes. Listen, the talent is there, all right? The talent is there, but I just don't see. I don't see what's coming to fruition, coming to fruition. Now, maybe 
When when Zion comes back, I think Zoe will play better. Um, Ingram has been taking on a total of scoring. He's been taking on it happily. 24 points, 8 of 16 from the field. He's been playing really well. Drew Holiday's played really well, too, but they're not the ace guy. And when Zion comes back, he's going to really help this team. As far as the Mavericks, listen, I'm going to say this. Luka Doncic is the MVP. 33, 18 rebounds and five assists. But look, until Christoph Porzingis stops playing, like, yo, let me look at this guy's numbers. He has seven points, six, six rebounds. That's absolutely pathetic. This season, all right? Yo, this dude's averaging 16 points and 9 rebounds. Yo, they did not pay him to average 16 points and 9 rebounds. 8.9. All right? Um, that will rank 20th in the league and 16.8 points rank 15th. He needs to step his game up. Um, he's soft. He hasn't been aggressive. And he just hasn't been who they needed him to be. Uh, I think they're putting a lot on... Doncic, but he's so young, I think they're fine. But before the end of the season, they're not going anywhere if he doesn't go anywhere. Porzingis. Because these other guys can play better, but he has to play a lot better. Also, Seth Curry had 19 points on 5 of 7 shooting from the three-point line. Great game from Curry. But um, I don't know. I'm really getting tired of Porzingis playing like trash because my man Luka is doing a lot. I will be at the Sixers. Whoa. Sorry about that. I don't know what that was. I will be at. I guess that's a plane, guys. And that's a really loud one. I apologize about that, but I've never heard a plane that loud. It's almost like shaking my house. Anyway, uh, the Rock Yo, this game was nutty. Um, <laughs> the Spurs beat the Rockets one thirty-five to one thirty-three. Harden had fifty. Uh, Louis Walker had 28 points, and they came back from a 10-point deficit. So that's the one thing I want y'all to take away. Harden was 11 for 38. Yo, I I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. He's gonna win MVP again if he start if he's if he do, if they let him do this again. But this is not fair to their team because why does he have to shoot 38 times a game to win? You know, like that doesn't make sense. Like him and Westbrook should try to say, hey, let's shoot 25 times a piece or 20 times a piece, and let's make other guys better. Uh, Clint Capella had 22 points and 21 rebounds, so good game for him. P.J. Tucker had 9 points, 10 points, and 9 rebounds. So this is what I look at. If P.J. Tucker has over 15, that's good for them. If McLemore can hit more than four threes, that's good for them. If Austin Rivers, he hit five threes, that's good for them. That's who I look at. Tyson Chandler doesn't have much left in the tank. Uh, there was a missed call. The Rockets, there was a missed call late uh, about a charge play, and he missed it. And Harden also missed a dunk in this game. So that dunk actually might have came back to haunt him. I don't think the Spurs are going to the playoffs, but I don't know if they're going to tank the season. Uh, the Rockets are going to the playoffs, but I hate how they're playing. They're just doing the same thing they did every year. And um, they're falling. They're doing this Harden or die thing, and Harden can work sometimes, but it won't work all the time. And let me give the Lakers some credit. <clears throat> so the Los Angeles Lakers won one hundred five to ninety six. I actually picked the Lakers to win this game. Um, I do not like how Jokic has played this year. 
his aggression and his commitment, he's not in good shape, number one, and his aggression has been bad. And I thought that if he didn't score on the Lakers early, that they would lose. Kyle Kuzma did not play well again. Uh, six points. Dwight Howard played really well. 13 points in 19 minutes. Um, LeBron James at 25 points on 8 of 14. And who else? Paul Millsap at 21 points. Nikola Jokic, 4 out of 12 for 13 points. Uh, 8 assists and 5 rebounds. I don't think they did nothing special defensively to stop him. I just don't think he was good. And listen, Gary Harris, 9 points. Will Barton, 5 points. 13, 9, and 5 from their three of their stars ain't getting it done. Jamal Murray played okay, didn't hit any threes. And Paul Millsap played fine, but I, I need more from Nikolai Jokic. So this year, Nikolai Jokic averaging 15 and 10. That's terrible. Okay, the 10's fine. That's 14th in the league. The 6 assist is not good because he can do way more than that. But, yo, if he, finishes, if he finishes this game with 16 points, 15 points, they need to really start lighting the fire under his behind because he's out of shape and he's he's complacent with being out of shape. And also, he's just not being aggressive enough. And he does this thing where, oh, it's the fourth quarter, let me step it up. Yo, dog, they pay you more than just for the fourth quarter. They pay you for the whole game, play better the whole game. All right, last game, the Clippers beat the wheels off the Trailblazers, 117 to a 97. Montres Hale scored 26, Paul George scored 25, and I truly believe that the Clippers are the best team in the league. I'm looking forward to the Lakers-Clippers game. Um, You know, the Lakers have been really good. These are my five best teams in NBA, no particular order. The Sixers, the Lakers, the Clippers, uh, the Bucks, and... I think that I think that I think that, I think I'm I'm missing somebody, but that's probably it. I'd still believe that the Clippers would be just fine. I believe they'll make the playoffs, but they gotta play better. Let's go to Wednesday's games, alright? We're doing pretty good on time, y'all. So let me try to bang out to Wednesday's games. We'll talk about Thursday's games. We're doing good. So let's start from the bottom. The Kings uh the Trailblazers defeated the Sacramento Kings 127 to 116. Carmelo had 33 points. Excuse me. Excuse me. C.J. McCullough had 33 points. And as I told y'all before, to me, more than Dame, C.J. was not playing well. C.J. scoring 18 and 20 is not good enough for him. He is a great player. So him scoring 33 is really getting me inspired again. Melo has been very consistent since he's came over. Uh, it's kind of been like the steady ship. Uh, don't worry about Dame. All right. 24 points, 7 to 12, 4 three-pointers. Six, only taking six three-pointers is really low for him. I want them to push CJ. Dame will be just fine. He's getting healthy again. Don't worry about Dame. I trust Dame. CJ, get better. You were great today. Stay great tomorrow. Also, Kent Bazemore, 15 points. Very good game. 3 or 5 from the three-point line. Rodney Hood, 6 points. Hassan Whiteside, 22 and 16. He's played really well. So, um, I'm all in on the Trailblazers making the playoffs, all right? Uh, I don't know what the Vegas bet on that is, but I would take that bet. As far as the Kings um, scoring 21 in the fourth quarter, uh, giving up too many points, and the defense is really bad. So, like I said, without their point guard, De'Aaron Fox, I see them going to have losing a bunch of games. Next, last night, the Lakers defeated the Utah Jazz 121-96. to All right, so listen, LeBron had one of the worst travels I've ever seen in my life, and they just don't call traveling on this guy. They never did. They do it a couple times, but they, they're just not going to do it. Now, even he, to his credit, he admitted it was, a, it was a terrible travel. 
But they don't look for it, and they're just afraid of this dude. And um, a ref should never be afraid of a player. He didn't do nothing to him, but they just they intimidated. If they call him out, he'll kind of dog him a little bit and make fun of him or or start yelling at him. I don't think they, they don't – I don't know. I, I don't know between LeBron and the refs, and I can't even harp on it. So on this game, David scored 26, LeBron had 20 and 12, and you know, they blew Utah out. Once again, I'm going to say about Utah – Okay, so I'm not look. I don't see um, Conley in the starting lineup, so I guess he didn't play yesterday. So Donovan Mitchell had 29 points. He's been okay. Um, Ingles had four points. They won't get anywhere with that. Bogdanovich had 23 points. They got Bogdanovich and Ingles. Dude, they should be better, man. I don't know. This is. They might have to look at some of these role players and make some trades, but uh, they should be a lot better, and they're not good. They fall, they fall to 12 and 10. The Lakers moved up to 19 and 3. Great win for the Lakers, being two playoff teams. But uh, the Jazz need to look at themselves in the mirror. The Timberwolves, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. The MVP. There's no other way to say it. So let me talk about my man real quick, my favorite player to watch right now. Because um, he is 22 points. He actually had a bad game 8 of 22, 1 of 8 from the field, 22 and 7. Porzingis played better this game, 19.6 rebounds. But the player this game and the number two, the number two role player in the league is uh, Dwight Powell. Uh, 24 points, two or two from the three-point line, five rebounds, four assists. I love watching Dallas. Um, I do. They're my second team. They're my West Coast team. Uh, the Sixers are my team. When I say second team... The Sixers don't play every night. And so when the Sixers aren't playing, I'm looking for Dallas to play first, and I'm looking for Doncic to play because he's been the most uh, valuable player in the league this season. And they're going to go as far as Porzingis goes because I think at this point, Doncic is going to be good. He's not Even when he's bad, he's going to have 22-7 and seven and 6. So I think he's going to be great. Also, Jalen Brunson, 16 points. Max Kleber, 12 points. As far as the uh, Timberwolves, 26 from Towns. 26 from Wiggins, 22 from Covington. Nobody else did anything. So that's not going to work. Jeff Teague at three points, 28 minutes. I don't think that's good. But hey, what do I know? The Chicago Bulls defeated the Memphis Grizzlies 106 to... Did I just talk about this game? I feel like they just played. 106 to 99. Uh, In this game... Jonas Valanciunas had 32 points, which is kind of weird because why is he the number one option? Whatever. Uh, Jaron Jackson had 15.7 rebounds. Jay Crowder had 15.6 rebounds, four assists. Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen, all right? Know your role player. Hashtag know your role player. 12 points, seven rebounds, two or three, and some really solid defense. So keep your eye on him. As far as the Bulls, uh, Zach Levine was good again. Marketing hit some threes. Uh, He can rebound a little bit better. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. have rebounded great, 13 rebounds, but can play a little bit better. I'm 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 encouraged from the Bulls to just win some games, just win. You know they're not playing; they're playing a soft schedule right now, and the Memphis isn't the hardest team in the league to beat, but they're winning. They're doing what they're supposed to do. The Indiana Pacers won 107 to 100 over the Oklahoma City Thunder. All right, T.J. Warren scored 24 points, and the Pacers moved to 14 and 14 and seven as the OKC have fell back to. 8-12, and 12. and this is what I'll say. OKC can play everybody tough. They haven't gotten blown out in a game this season. But uh, 
Chris Paul was terrible. Um, two of nine, four points, ten assists. He's not washed up at all, but he'll have games like this more often where he's just not good. And uh, Shea Gillies Alexander, who to me is their best offensive player, only 16 points. Um, Steven Adams led the team in 20 points. And if Steven Adams leads your team in points, I don't think you're going to win. Uh, I know if he scores, it's all efficient. He's 8 for 8, so I know he's just probably catching dunks. But, um, you know. Like I said, if Shea Gillis, Alexander, Terrence Ferguson, the young guys didn't really have it. Uh, Delano Gallinari has been really good this season. He's had it, but the young guys didn't have it, and they, and they lost, and they suffered because of that. Next, the Nets and the Hawks. The Nets won 113, excuse me, won 130 to 118 over the Hawks. And I'm going to say this. Trey Young has been really good, 39 points yesterday. But like I said, until the Hawks play some defense and they have a defensive cohesive unit that's going to try and just force somebody to say, yo, we can't give up these points. They're not going anywhere. Uh, Cam Reddish had 25 points. D. Jones at 20. Jabari Parker had 10. Alex Lynn had 18. They're doing fine, but they're not getting it done. Um, Kyrie was still out. So, and his replacements, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie had 24 and 6. Garrett Temple had 27. That's great for Garrett Temple. Hashtag know your role player. 6 and 9 from the three-point line. And Torian Prince had... Five or seven from the three-point line with 25, 23 points, six rebounds, and four assists. All right? We are getting there. Next, the the Celtics won a very impressive game. Um, this was the game I watched the most. These teams are kind of even. And uh, the Boston Celtics pretty much took care of the Miami Heat pretty good. Uh, 112 to 93. So, the Heat were not good offensively in this game. In the second quarter, they got held to 16 points. And Boston, after the first quarter, consistently scored over 30 points a game. Jimmy Butler had 37 points. Jalen Brown had 31. I would watch this game on YouTube, the highlights, because uh, this was a very fun game to watch. And these are two teams to keep your eye on as far as, like, the pecking order at the end of the season, where will these teams go. And I really feel like... I'm going to say the Celtics, to me, are a team that can go farther in the playoffs because I buy their young talent. As much as I love Jimmy Butler, I don't think he can be your best player. He can definitely be your second best player and win a championship, um, but he can't be your best player and win a championship. That's how I personally feel. Next, the Orlando Magic won 128-114 to over the Phoenix Suns. Orlando moving back up in the stats. Um... Let's talk about the main man. So, for Orlando, Markel Fultz, not great, but not bad. 6-12 from the field, 13 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. Evan Fournier, consistent again. But listen, Aaron Gordon stole this show, all right? 13 out of 15 from the field goal percentage. 5 out of 6 from the 3-point line, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, 32 points. That will get it done. Terrence Ross also had 22 off the bench. Uh, That will also get it done. As far as Phoenix, Kelly Uber did not play good. Ricky Rubio did not play good. And Devin Booker only had 17. Devin Booker having 17, I'm going to just stop it right there. They're not going to get nowhere. So Phoenix had a tough night. They looked like they had some dead legs. Two more games to go and we're done. All right, this game was really funny. The um, the Milwaukee pretty much torched the Detroit Pistons 127-103. Yo, Blake Griffin, man, like he's a, he's been a great player. He's had a lot of injuries, but he ain't tough. And um, 
Giannis is tough, and if it was a fight, Giannis would rip Blake Griffin's teeth into the ground. Giannis is extremely strong, has a long wingspan. He's just he wants he he's very competitive, and I don't think Blake Griffin should be talking to this guy. That he wants some of the smoke. Blake, you do not want that smoke. Um, you know, he kind of bumped him a couple of times. He stepped over him. He's doing real petty stuff, and I felt like Giannis is like, yo, you know, you wouldn't do this outside. You wouldn't do this outside. You wouldn't do this in like. You know, Wyoming, if it's just me and you. You're doing this because you feel safe. So, I'll be interested to see that matchup a little bit later. Um, Blake Griffin had 16 and 10. I uh, can play a lot better than that. Uh, also, listen, just really good shooting. 14 and 35 from the three-point line. That's 40% for the Bucks. Uh Middleton had 17. Bledsoe had 13. But they're hitting the open shots. That's the thing. If Giannis isn't scoring one-on-one and going to the paint, Duncan, Giannis also hit three threes. They hit their open shots. They got the job done. Last but not least, the Warriors lost to the feisty Charlotte Bobcats 106-91. So, like I said, the Warriors are bad, and we can't do nothing about that. But, again, Eric Pascal, another good game. 16.6 rebounds. Uh, D'Angelo Russell was back. He had 18 points and two rebounds, but... Again, if your best players are scoring 18 and 16, you're probably not going anywhere. As far as the Hornets, 33. Yo, just do Daniel Graham. 33 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds, 10 and 16 from the 3-point line. I, I got to I gotta watch this game again because, um, yo, hashtag free Malik Monk. Hashtag free Malik Monk. Hashtag free Malik Monk. I don't know how many times I can say it. If they don't play this guy this season, this is the number one player that I want the Sixers to get. If they get him, the Sixers won't win a championship because they will unlock him. And right now, he's locked because he plays in a team that does not let him play to his strengths. He's a scorer. He's aggressive. He's a shooter. He finished strong at the rim. He can really play. But if you're going to play him 16 minutes, you're wasting his talent. Free Malik Monk, all right? And that's all I got to say. Now, let's go to talk about Thursday's games. Free Malik Monk. Free... Yo, Malik Monk is getting on the cover of this game because my thing is now I'm starting to get upset now. Uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're playing a lot of different guys. They're learning some young guys. They're getting rid of some old guys. They're really in a uh, transitioning period, which is fine. But he is their lottery pick. He played at Kentucky with De'Aaron Fox. I thought he was better than De'Aaron Fox. Right now, De'Aaron Fox has seemed like to be the better player, but they got a free Malik Monk. Malik Monk, congratulations. You are going to be my pitcher today. Uh, for the podcast, because um, I really could, NBA can really get on my nerves with the politics, man. It, it can just get corny. Um, let's talk about the uh, Thursday's games. The 76ers play. Is this one NBA? Is this one TNT? Wow, why do you. Today's Thursday. And, okay, so the 76ers are favored by seven points to beat the Wizards. They should beat the Wizards, and they should beat them by seven. Um, the Rockets play the Raptors, and the Rockets are favored by two points. And the Nuggets play the Knicks. All right, so let's let's pick some teams. The Sixers are going to win, uh, and I think they will cover the spread, plus seven. I think Toronto is going to win because I think the Rockets do not match up well against the uh, Raptors at all. Um, there is no line on the Nuggets next game. The Nuggets better win that game, all right? They got to stop playing with these bad teams. The Suns and Pelicans, I'm going to pick the Pelicans to win this game. Uh, 
Brandon Ingram should score about 35 points. And I need Lonzo Ball to play better. I'm going to really break, watch this game, look for the Lonzo breakdown, but uh, he's not playing better. But look, let me talk about uh, 2020. So I have officially committed to moving back to Philadelphia. Um, I work in Philadelphia. My gym's in Philadelphia. My networking is in Philadelphia. My barber is in Philadelphia. My trainer's in Philadelphia. So why am I in New Jersey? So I won't. So I have found a small place to stay at until I can get my house for about a year or eight months. Hopefully a little less than a year. Hopefully I can get my house in 2020. But uh, 2019, uh, I want to talk about uh, reevaluation. 2019 was the best year of my life for me because I pushed myself to the limit. And for the most part, I'm not even tired. Um, You know, I'm really happy with what I got in 2019 as far as goals, dreams, uh, following through with stuff. You know, one of my favorite scriptures is faith without works is dead. And that means you can pray all you want. You can be very spiritual when you want, but if you don't get up and work, your faith is in vain. So I really, really worked this year and I, I lost a lot of weight. Um, I started playing basketball again. I'm, I'm still not good, but I'll get there. I got a long way to go. I picked up some really bad habits, not playing, excuse me, but, um, I'll get there. So let's talk about my 2020 goals. I want to make a minimum of 300 podcasts next year, you know, because like I said, the channel has to grow and I really want to dedicate. There's a Facebook uh, Know Your Role Player underscore podcast uh, page that I'm going to dedicate in 2020 to just talking from, you know, because I feel like at this point, the content is really good, solid. I gotten a lot better. If you listen to the first episode to now, I really hope you hear the growth and evolution. Uh, I am inventing, in, investing in a laptop, so I will have some sounds in there. So it's going to get more fun. But I really want my Spotify sponsorship. Um, so I'm really pushing, you know, the Spotify listeners to because sh- Spotify does this thing like uh, they send me this thing all the artists I listen to, the music and the hours, and they break down your top five favorite podcasts and. I need my podcast to grow. Like I said, it's good now. The content is where it should be. I listen to a lot of basketball podcasts, and I'm very happy where I'm at between energy, uh, stats, articulation, uh, humor, demeanor, sarcasm. I hit you with a lot of different things. And I believe I'm putting out good content, but I need your help. The channel has to grow, okay? It has to grow. And the 2019 growth was not great. Uh, it, It... the 2019 consistency was great. The 2018 growth was great. 2019 did not, the channel didn't grow a lot. It didn't really grow a lot at all. And that's only because I didn't put a lot into growing it. But things can still grow organically. So next year, I'm going to really put money into growing the channel and being out there and being visible because people support people that they see and they know. So I really, I want to do a, I want to, I want to do a podcast every day. Because I feel like if I do one every day in 2020, that it'll just like really define everything. It'll I really want to do a podcast every day. But if I can't, uh, at least want to do, um, at least want to do 300. But I'm going to say 300. I want to do a podcast every day next year. And um, I'm going to talk less from my Facebook page. And I'm going to talk more from my Know Your Role Player podcast page. You know, I'm going to talk more basketball from the Know Your Role Player, Know Your Role Player 
Twitter page. Uh, I'm going to post a lot more videos on the Instagram page. I'm really going to push the pages. You know, I didn't actually expect that my Instagram would do as good as it's doing. Um, I really didn't expect that at all because I'm dedicating, I'm rededicating my page to fitness. But I only made it just so that people could know who they're following. You know, people people in this day and age, they need to know everything about the person they're supporting so they're okay with it. And um, I don't have anything to hide. I can tell you every single thing I did in my life that's called being honorable. But um, I, I'm excited, you know. I'm moving back to my favorite city, my home, uh, my heart. Uh, you know, I'm rededicating myself to the podcast. I'm back in that gym. I'm losing weight. I'm really, I'm really living my best life. And... I haven't even did my traveling. Um, I would like to accountability post. I would like to get my passport before the end of the year. So um, sometime before the end of the year, I'd like to get my passport and my license. I'm not taking the test. Oh, no, no. Never say never. Oh, I'm going to take that test this Saturday. No, I can't. I got to work on Saturday. I'm going to take the test before the end of this year. And um, I really want to pass it, man. I really want that license before 2020. I've been very happy with life's progress. Life is good. In the words of the great philosopher named Nas, life is good. And, um, you know, God is the greatest. I'm excited, y'all. This was a good podcast. I got a lot done. I actually got four days in about 50 minutes. So please like, share, and subscribe on Facebook. Please share on any text messages. Just help me grow the channel. That's it. Growth, growth, growth. But more importantly, free Malik Monk. Malik Monk will be the topic of the day because this is my last point and I'm leave. Him not getting minutes says a bigger thing about the NBA and the politics and the not seeing talent. You know, talent is what wins in the NBA and the NBA produces the individual. And when you have a guy this talented... This gifted, just not playing because he's missing defensive assignments, dude. LeBron, he's not. He, he can average twenty points a game. That's my thing. Um, he could really be like a dynamic scorer, but he ain't gonna be any of that if his coach doesn't have confidence in him and he yanks him out the game every time he does something dumb. You know, but uh, free Malik Monk, free Malik Monk, free Malik Monk. This is the Know Your Role Player podcast, and I'll see y'all soon. Peace.